0: Hey, everyone, and welcome back to yet another installment of the weekly catch-up podcast. It's Thursday, November 11th, 2021, and this is the 87th installment of our humble little show. I'm your host, Carson Gibbons, and as always, I'm joined by my good friend, Mr. B-Rad Colvin. That'd be me. I'm joined in real life,
1: folks. We're here in the flesh. Here in the flesh. Voices sound crisp.
0: Oh, yeah, we're back to that golden age of radio. <laughs> That's right. Vocal chords, so... If you're tuning into the vlog this week, stay tuned for a special message from us. But our uh, audio-only listeners are back in business for this week.
1: Yes. Uh, happy to be back in your years.
0: Yeah. I'm happy that you're back in my home. Yeah. It's been a little while. I know.
1: It's good to we, see you in the flesh, man. We it's, innovated. Uh, we we went four or five episodes, right? Yeah. Yeah. I liked it.
0: Yeah. I, I did think on your way over here, though, today, I'm like, these are the ones where we actually, like, connect. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. Not, not that we didn't earlier, but
1: to be in the same room as one another, like we, we, you know, we pick up on each other's energy. We, uh...
0: there's less friction with the uh, connection layer of Zoom too. Yeah. You know, yeah, I'm
1: not like constantly fixing my AirPod in my ear. Yeah, you know and what I mean.
0: Fretting that it's like messing with the quality and yeah, all sorts of stuff. So we're back to our old ghetto low tech setup, folks, for the week. So. <laughs> Happy to bring you number 87, shall we, Mr. Brad?
1: Yeah, man. Let's get it.
0: It's the weekly catch up with Carson and Brad. Here to talk about the week we done had. It could be sports, religion, politics. We keeping the tabs. You would think they work for Gucci, how they deep in
1: they bag. Get your facts up. On Wednesday we'll be counting the stats up. So turn the volume up till it's maxed up. You know the drill. So tell a friend to tell a friend to relax up and chill, we back up. This is the weekly catch up.
0: Ready, first check in with the Tots since November the third. Mm-hmm. How you been?
1: I've been good, lived a lot of life. It's been a busy week. I'm ready for uh, Thanksgiving, man. I'm ready for ready for birthday festivities and uh, different things like that. So you've got your birthday coming up. Quartz is the day after. We got some holidays to Sarah to get Seals.
0: Through. She's on the twenty first. Shout There's, out. I got some competition that weekend with Basically, all the wives. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's a lot. I'll shout out to all the Scorpios out there. Yeah, the Scorpio season, and we are the absolute dead tail end. Yes. So. Yeah.
1: Well. Um, but yeah, life's good. How about you?
0: When does Thanksgiving start for you, school people?
1: Um. At the. Is it the end of next week? Might be the end of next. It's in, either in a week or two. Do you okay.
0: get a, a whole week off? Yeah. Then it's next Friday okay, that's is your last day. Son of a gun,
1: man. Yeah. I haven't even been able to look forward to that because just school has been crazy. Our basketball season has officially started. Um, I'm helping with practices multiple times a week. We got our games Tuesday, Thursday, um, and then just trying to fit everything else in as well. So, but it's all good.
0: Yeah. I guess the fall really heats up for you trying to wrap up the semester and get all the mm-hmm. sports activated and field trip and all that stuff yeah. taken care of.
1: Yeah. Um, it's been, it's, it's been good though.
0: But then you go out for a week for Thanksgiving they've so rejiggered this since, mm-hmm. you know, younger years, but now you get a week for Thanksgiving. You go back for three,
1: mm-hmm.
0: correct? And then Christmas and then Christmas for how long?
1: Um, a couple weeks. Okay. And then we have a winter break at the end of, January beginning of February. But That's I will wild. Yeah, it is wild, but we um pass on a lot of the 3-day weekends that other schools do in order to get that extra week-long break.
0: I'm so oblivious to all of these like Monday. Like today's is uh, Veterans Day. Yes. So if you're a veteran, thank you for serving. Thank you. Uh all of our grandfathers of mm-hmm. course served and you know, shout out to all those who paved the way. Appreciate yeah. you. Um, I gave my boss recognition today I appreciate because he actually was in the, I'm going to butcher this. I don't know what he was. I think he was a Marine or in okay. the Navy. I think he was in the Navy Yeah, and um, actually saved a, a boat full of little fishermen uh, crossing through the Strait of Gibraltar. Wow. There was a, a miscommunication on board and he was the scout and um, risked, actually periled his own position to notify somebody. And ended up saving a couple lives.
1: Man, that's incredible.
0: Interesting stuff. But uh, long story short, I'm oblivious to all these holidays because, like, the business world no longer really does Columbus Day and yeah. Indigenous Peoples Day. Like, no, you know, you're still all the presidents. You know, like, all...
1: like shout out, thanks. Back to work.
0: Starting like I don't know how long ago, all those you kind of got like this printout of holidays. If you were in a more corporate structure, where you know, if Columbus Day may be huge to you. Um, it's mm-hmm. probably not, but you might have something um, less common like Rosh Hashanah that mm-hmm. you're trying to celebrate. So mm-hmm. they ended up doing a lot of those President's Day and Monday holidays as floating holidays that you could interchange with yeah. like Passover, Rosh Hashanah. Um, what's, the, what's the start of the Muslim month? Is there a know. term? Probably trying to rattle them all off and i'm i'm blanking at the moment <laughs> no, no, but... don't throw me into this so this <laughs> is your topic <laughs> anywho <laughs> um but with virtual especially it's like you know a lot of people complained during the pandemic and during the you know ensuing remote work and even prior that you know there was no personal space or even weekends hardly because it was right. just always just are you at the computer or not
1: mm-hmm. definitely so I'm grateful for the breaks that we do get. And as a teacher, I'm a little bit more aware of them, but, um, we're going to this school. Like I said, we don't get those days off. So anyway,
0: I can basically surmise, I guess my last week or so very easily. Like I played golf on Saturday with Michael had a, a good round with, we played with Karen and Nancy. Okay. Uh, they were two, um, that these girls, were probably in their 50s or 60s, and they just cleaned the course with our rear ends oh, all yeah? day long. These girls... Now, granted, they, their tees were so much more generous, but, I mean, one of, one of them, I think it was Nancy. Uh, so Karen was internal affairs yeah. f- for the police department. I was like, okay, uh, you want to switch carts? Can I ride with <laughs> you? <laughs> um, and then the other one sells software to police departments for, like, tracking and stuff. So oh, I wow. was actually trying to hook her up with Heston for flybox. Mm-hmm. I pitched her the whole scheme and she was like, "Oh, yeah, that's interesting." And I was asking her about software companies that sell to police departments and anyway, these ladies just cleaned the course with us. I mean, really? they parred most holes. Like, wow. they were really going ham. Um, one of them drove <laughs> it like, I mean, this girl was driving it like 200 yards.
1: Dang. Okay? Like
0: uh-huh. it had a draw on it and she <laughs> was like, I mean, she was hammering the ball. Yeah.
1: That's that's awesome. Like,
0: so. she was 20 yards behind my drives. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, she, at times she had a 20-yard advantage, at other times a 50, 75-yard advantage, but still.
1: Yeah. Well, shout out to them. Yeah, that's it was really a, that's fun. That's
0: awesome. Um, went to the Mavericks game Saturday night.
1: Ooh, that was a great game to go to.
0: Yeah, I, I left.
1: No. I You don't – okay, that's cool. I
0: was still in the spirit because uh-huh. I hadn't eaten all day. Yeah. I'd gone to um, – you know, play golf with Michael, and then I went to the game later that night. Mm-hmm. And I literally had time to run home, change, go to the game, because um, mm-hmm. we got done golf, and I got home at six thirty. Game's at sure. seven thirty. Um, ran out to the game. Just had a drink during the game. Got there like a couple minutes in, and stayed mm-hmm. until the fourth period. Yeah. And you know, there had been lead fluctuations. Obviously, we'd been losing our. Um, when we first walked in, it was seventeen to five Mavericks. Yeah. And. You know, I'm not a big aficionado. I was sure. more going to be there. and yeah, yeah, yeah I blah, get you. Blah, blah, blah. blah. Um, but ended up going to Hero to get food. Mm-hmm. So the game was still piped through and, you know, all, on all the big screens. Saw Luca do the, the walk-off. Yeah. Like, it was definitely cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, that was that. Um, played some money on Rivian okay. Automotive oh, this Oh, yes.
1: Dude, I was just looking at them uh, in my classroom today. A student told me about them two years ago. And uh they were like they ran in, and they were like, Did you know they went public? And I was like, Yeah, of course. Dude, uh,
0: I saw the truck today, the prototype yeah, the truck, looks, and I was like, great. Oh man, that that could get it. That's yeah. better than the Cyber Truck in my yeah. opinion.
1: For those of y'all that don't know, this is uh vehicles that are supposed to potentially rival Tesla, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. They're like the new EV or whatever, mm-hmm. but I guess it, it IPO'd. I tried to use Robinhood to get in on one of the IPO access ones. Yeah. With Expensify okay. Expensify. I'd gotten into the, the share request pool. And I think they were going to try to sell shares between 23 and $25. And then it ended up going to 25 or 27. Mm -hmm. But of course the morning of I get rejected they don't tell me until after market open. And then, um, I check it. And of course it went up from like like 25 to like 45. And I was like, I want to play this roulette game because all of these companies keep spiking. Mm -hmm. And I was like, if I get the shares, I'm going to sell it at 10 Mm AM, you know, and just try to make a quick buck and then put all that back into a Bitcoin dip because Bitcoin had me riding so high earlier Mm -hmm. this week. Like when it was at (laughs) 69,000, dude, I was like looking at cars, (laughs) like I'll bring you a sack (laughs) of cash, son.
1: Like I was feeling good. I felt (laughs) the same with Ethereum, bro. (laughs) And luckily that's uh, gone back up a little bit. It had me worried there for a second. Cause I just put in like, a, a, like a significant amount of money again. Oh really? And uh, yeah. And then it started dipping and I was like, well, that's not cool. But, um, but yeah, I stuck it out and I, I have some good gains on that. One.
0: I really think like part of me wants to like just drain my savings or at least take half of it mm-hmm. and just put it into bitty at the moment because yeah. I'm still hearing and I yeah. Would not be surprised. It's going to be a hundred by Christmas. You think so? Like yeah. Christmas? Yeah. Nah. By the end of the year. I mean, there, who, who was it? Somebody was saying, Jack Dorsey was saying it'll be a million a coin by 2024. Dang. So I'm thinking about, you know, I literally, we're talking about at its height, you know, I have like 20,000 mm-hmm. in Bitcoin or something. Yeah. I'm thinking like, oh, I could go take this, take some cash, go get that. Right. Been looking at, stupid cars, uh, <laughs> <laughs> which I'm going to need very soon. But um, I was just thinking like, you know, there men will be made in the next 24 months. And I'm just thinking back to all these stories and all of these really smart, uh, knowledgeable, influential investor type people and founders, CEOs mm-hmm. who insist long-term and they've been insisting that it's going to the moon and I've been playing it since August 16. Yeah. August 16, I started dumping money, and I just look at all my market buys. I've just been putting more and more money in since August 16, never selling it, and uh, got a little bit of equity in it. And my average price at this point with all my recurring, I have an average of uh, 50K. Okay. So, you know, I'm disappointed it got to 64 today, Mm -hmm. but at the same time when it was at 69, I was like, okay, you know, my, I was up 3K and then I was up 4K and then I was up 5K. And I was like, all right, this is great. Mm -hmm. I think it's going to do way more than that. And
1: I'm up four and a half right now.
0: I, I really just want to polish off the coin. Yeah. You know, I just want to buy a coin because I think, and if you sit on that for 24 months. Yeah. What if it's three or $4 million? Mm -hmm.
1: I hear you. I like it i own um i also own four and a half ethereum like that's i own four and a half coins so what's it at right now uh it's fluctuating um let's oh i can look it up real quick it is at let's see four thousand seven hundred
0: dang son you got some crypto there i do
1: Yeah, so, anyway. um...
0: Anytime I text Heston about Bitcoin, like, oh, what do you think, blah, 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 he always just responds with um, whatever price it is right now, like in the 60s, the 70s, the 80s, the 40s, the 50s, it's cheap. It's (laughs) it's long-term, it's cheap. Yeah. He had... He had some bitcoin that he had for a laughable amount. Yeah. Like his original in amount. Oh my goodness.
1: <laughs> Crazy. Oh yeah. Oh man.
0: Like ridiculous. Yeah. Um he had basically I think he had 15x his money. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Congratulations like
1: that. all you guys. I know Brock is he's doing some he just seems like a maniacal madman trading.
0: Becoming more I, so. Um,
1: yeah, I want to know like fatherhood I, I is making him. him
0: more aggressive
1: yeah i either texted or tweeted him i can't remember this point but i'm like dude i don't know what you're doing but it it seems like you you've got a handle on this thing <laughs> <laughs> anyway um i went i went and saw uh hassan minaj
0: yeah uh, it was an incredible tell show. me all about it
1: bro um great great show he had a really funny opener who went about 20 minutes um and it was uh, so it was another muslim opener and so he's out there talking and he has this one joke where he's like um yeah you know i i uh i always thought you know i could be like a, a football coach you know i'd get out there but you know working in a small christian town like you know i went to public school and um you know pretty tough times but i always thought it'd be good uh and, and I ended up having a Muslim coach and, you know, we'd get out there and he'd be like, uh, all right, let's, uh, let's get in a huddle. Let's pray to Allah. And he was like, dear Allah, let us go jihad on the other team. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, then he talks about like the town talking about the Muslim coach and everything, this Christian town. And they're like, well, he is winning games <laughs> like, just kind of going back on it. But, uh, the Has- high
0: school team is four. No, oh? yeah. those are my brothers. Yeah, right. <laughs>
1: Um, but Hassan comes out and he, he just kills and he's always super great with the visuals. They had us lock up our phones, um, because this is going to be his new special. that's supposed to come out at the top of next year. Um, but yes.
0: How did they make you lock them up?
1: Uh, they had these pouches and so, um, it's kind of like, uh, those pins that they put on clothes, like at the stores and you can't walk out with them or ink will go everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, it reminded me of that cause they had to use like a magnet to get it off on our way out.
0: They just used like shipping, uh, bags. Like you would get it like a FedEx or UPS store oh, yeah? where they would hold it open for you and your party. They'd be mm-hmm. checking you in Gibbons party of three. You dump three cell phones into the bag. They'd seal it and mm-hmm. hand it back to you. And it had your table number and all that. Yeah. Like, Uh, sharpied on it okay nice so i haven't been to one of the larger venue uh with like the technical thing so you kept it though
1: yeah uh yeah so we kept the pouch and then on our way out they unlocked them um and this show is at the fairgrounds uh, here in dallas so
0: interesting yeah
1: the music hall
0: oh inside Uh uh-huh is that where we had mimosa the
1: one time I never went to any of the mimosas, so. Oh, too cool for school. Okay. (laughs) How did I go to three
0: and still left a loser? (laughs) Yeah, I don't
1: know. It wasn't for me, but. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) So so back to this show. Sorry, I I won't interrupt again. (laughs) Um, But yeah, he had a great show. He talked about um, how he was trying to have a kid with his wife and was unsuccessful uh, for a really long time. And, you know, talks about going, he has a funny bit, you know, talking with the doctor and everything that that entails. And um, and then I don't know if you ever watched his uh, show on Netflix.
0: Yeah, I actually watched all of them.
1: Yeah. So he had. gotten like trending on Twitter multiple times because you know he would go at um, a lot of political leaders uh, from other countries and um, he actually received some like threats and um, you know like I said he was finally able to have a child and so one day he's like opening up a package and he opens it and um, like white powder comes out and like touches uh, his, his child and uh, he's freaking out and um, basically, he just goes into this whole thing like I am willing to push the envelope as far as I can, uh, for as long as I can, up until the point that it it um, leads my family to like harm. Um, and so he would kind of bounce back between the seriousness. He's like, I hope you guys understand. Like, whenever I'm serious or whenever it's satirical, and uh, he just had really great bits and visuals as far as that goes. So he would like kind of toe the line between. Uh, comedy and sincerity the whole time
0: yeah between his sermon and comedy Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah yeah i know i know the type yeah i wouldn't pay to see him do stand up at that venue Mm -hmm. um it's just become he's a little in the net or hannah gatsby or whatever i forget ah i'm telling you like I enjoyed his Netflix program Uh a lot. I think that in some ways he was the better John Oliver. Like I love John Oliver for seasons, but it did become old. Like sure. Just a little bit bland for me. Um, And when he goes on his little piggly wiggly tangents, like it's Mm -hmm. kind of annoying at times. Sometimes they're funny, but most of the time it's like, "Ah, I don't want to. That's fair. Uh, Hasan Minhaj I liked the standing routine. Mm-hmm. I liked the interactive LED boards behind him. I liked the the live audience that seemed mm-hmm. to be like, you, they yeah. were shown, they right. were shown. And they, it was much more of a two way where he would connect one person in the crowd. And his whole shtick, his whole spiel and vibe and like he was able to channel that victim mentality into like really funny coverage of like mm-hmm. several topics and then a particular topic that he would dive into and I enjoyed his perspective yeah. um, for, from a stand-up perspective I don't know
1: yeah that's fair he talked about uh, another episode that he had filmed and how he like went at this huge corporation I can't remember the name of the corporation but the reason he did it was really petty um, there was somebody who was giving him problems like at his uh, child's daycare and they like had an altercation and then he looked up where he worked And uh, he's like, and he has like this deal with Netflix. And so he got all of his people. He's like, I need you to find out everything you can about this company. And apparently they found dirt and (laughs) then they went at it on Netflix, which was pretty crazy.
0: It's all personally inspired, personally driven. It's kind of crazy. Like even, you know, we talk about big news and CNN and Netflix and Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Fox news and blah, blah, blah. Dude, when I was in New York, like, I walked by Fox news. Mm-hmm. It's a building. Yeah. It's a bu- It's floors in a building. Like I saw the set through the window and I'm thinking like, that's where somebody, somebody took a, a black town car today to a headquarters. And they're like, this is going to be my spiel. And they spew all that stuff into the camera. And then they walk back out right. into Manhattan and go Live to their dinner. life. And it's not that many people. You know, at yeah. some of the big establishment ones. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I don't think Hasan Minhaj has ever gotten in trouble for his stand-up versus, like, his show. Yes. I don't I don't yeah. feel like his stand-up is edgy, per yeah, se. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I would agree. It's not Dave. Yeah. You know, it's not even Louis or mm-hmm. Bill Burr. Right. You know.
1: Yep, I would agree. And I think that's the point he was making, too. He was talking more about his show in that regard.
0: How many people in the audience?
1: Oh, uh, Few hundred, I don't know, several. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I teach English, bro. I don't what look the at no, I don't look at numbers. You're like, however, so... it it was uh, sold out. So, however, you guys can Google how much the music hall at the fairgrounds it, holds. it hosted mimosa it, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Were all the seats filled there? Yep. Oh yeah, it was a big year, bro. Oh man, yeah. Was that it... the year they got that comedy, uh, the Christian comedian? No. Okay,
0: that was. I don't know. I that, just, that I just heard everybody joke. I went about to one after. at the Dallas Aquarium, which was really awesome. Like, yeah. I'm eating mashed potatoes and a manatee's going above my head. Nice. Um,
1: one time, Swahoo paid for me to go see Shrek the musical, so I kind of gave up on everything they offered after that.
0: Um, well, you weren't in Honors, bro. You didn't have the good programming. Yeah. Honors would take us on stuff where they'd have to issue email apologies to the students <laughs> the next day for the risque nature oh. of the content that we ingested at Fort Worth ass oh, hall you oh know my goodness yeah naughty 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 naughty
1: different cultures <laughs> true <laughs> different strokes different They're like here you make c's let's go see shrek <laughs> 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 uh. <laughs> emulate the ogre <laughs> oh man um it's it was uh spirit week this week at cta <laughs>
0: Yeah, did you had to paint your helmet. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I didn't wear
1: anything. <laughs> I wore a stars jersey uh, on Monday because it was careers day. And I was just, like, well, <laughs> well, I'll wear jeans and a jersey and be a hockey player uh, instead of having to wear slacks. That's funny. Yeah. It was you have to nice. wear slacks? Well, khakis. <laughs> khakis. <but no. laughs> just wanted to feel a little more free, that's all.
0: (laughs) You're like, yeah, I went as a hockey dad. (laughs) (laughs) Bro, that's hilarious. (laughs) Spirit Week. Uh We're having Appreciate Spirit Week, All Hands Global Summit in Dallas for a week in January, three days. Uh, And I I just found out Jody is coming. Oh, nice. Jodester's my counterpart. She moved her honeymoon to Fiji to be here. And I just... wow i work all day every day with all these people like virtually and Mm -hmm. i can't wait to like go out and we're gonna have entertainment and meetings and rah-rahs and yeah it's gonna be like
1: i'm not leaving (laughs) no one's leaving (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) (laughs) so it's gonna be pretty dope i'm very much looking forward to it it's gonna be like a our CEO never believes in doing Christmas parties or holiday parties in the month of December. He does them in January once the buzz has died down. He doesn't uh, want to conflict with let's... year's end. Personal schedules. I think it's a cool plan. Mm-hmm. It gives me too. something to look forward to in January. That's like, what I'm saying. For That's, sure.
1: Yeah, because you get done with all that, and then it's like, let's keep this party rolling, baby.
0: Yeah, it's yeah. like, keep working. <laughs> Mush. <laughs> <Yeah>. It's, <laughs> it's like, cold. Here's a cookie. <laughs> yeah. It's cold. The days are never shorter. Yeah.
1: <laughs> mm, how you been liking this.
0: Man, been loving it, son.
1: Yeah. Dude, I wake up, the sun's out. I'm ready to go. Sun's
0: out, guns out. I went to the range at 6 45 a.m. one day this week. Yeah. And um How'd that go? It was fine. Yeah. Um, you certainly have a good bowel movement in the morning when you started out with the range, I'll tell you that. <laughs> was, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: didn't, didn't know there was a correlation there. Just the breathing. It's so peaceful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Um <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh yeah other than that uh pretty suicidal so
1: <laughs> screw,
0: screw uh standard
1: time bud
0: yeah bun, don't Bun. it's been fine uh watched narcos mexico season three is it good purum, purum, purum. shout out mm-hmm. oh my goodness narcos is like the best
1: yeah i and love I, the first two seasons
0: this one was great um bad bunny is in it oh really yeah okay uh scoop mcnary who is from Dallas, Okay, he, like grew up in Lake Highlands. Mm-hmm. He's the main detective guy.
1: Okay. Well, uh, do you know anything else that he's in? Like, I don't, Dude, he's familiar. in all the Grizzly sounds familiar.
0: He's like a very much of a method character actor that okay. I think he's like pretty a list at this point. Like he's in a lot of roles. All right. I could pull up a um, Scoot McNary,
1: Scoot McNary,
0: and you'll recognize him immediately.
1: Scoot your boot. <laughs> There's a snake in my boot. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh yeah, I know Scoot. You know Scoot. Yeah, this man was in a uh, Gone Girl. Oh yeah, True Detective. That's where. That's where I know him from.
0: Which season is that again?
1: The True Detective.
0: I watched uh, two seasons of True Detective. Uh, was it the third and the first recently? I can't even remember yeah narcos season three I, I just wrapped it
1: yeah incredible this, he was in season three anyway
0: that's one of those netflix staples like you season three yeah was cray cray haven't watched it yet it's cray cray
1: um yellowstone came back is
0: that netflix
1: no it is like uh Amazon? it's on like it's a paramount show but on peacock for some reason i just purchased all the seasons on off of apple so i own them um but the first two episodes came out on sunday I watched the first of the two, and it's amazing.
0: I can't wait one to watch. I can't wait to watch the uh, the Astro World limited series um, that should be out geez. here shortly. Today was yeah. death number nine. I saw what happened there, dude.
1: A lot of things.
0: Uh, Here's my one question hold,
1: be- before before you ask that question. I mean, I feel like because we do somewhat inform on yeah. this podcast, so those that haven't. That don't know what Astro World is.
0: I feel like sixty seventy percent definitely know what we're talking about. We That's could go fair. right in, but Travis Scott concert. There was a it was a busy weekend in Houston. There was mm-hmm. they had the Skank Fest with Louis yeah. Gomez and a bunch of comics were in town. Mm-hmm. Joe Rogan had a bunch of comics last week. Was awesome making their way to Austin. You know, on yeah. their way to Houston, and they also had Astro World, a music festival hosted by. Travis Scott, where he was the main person. I think they had a couple other acts as well. Mm -hmm. He brought Drake out on stage, uh, 50,000 in attendance at a big urban park or something Mm -hmm. like that. And, uh, I saw it trending on Twitter, like so early Saturday morning and started watching a bunch of video on it and it just continued to become a much more major news story. And it was basically like, okay he comes out on stage and then people started kind of trampling each other, getting too crowded at the front, trying to press in starting to get claustrophobic and people Mm -hmm. went into cardiac
1: arrest. Yeah. And, um, yeah. So, and he even stopped and paused and like took note of like the ambulance and then was like, all right, let's keep going. And like, uh, which is crazy to me. Um, but yeah, people's like hands were up, you know, like you put up at the concert and they were like, they were so packed in that they were unable to bring them down um and people just kept pushing forward and as soon as you fall like there is no way you're getting back up right um and yeah it was just chaos there were people that were trying to let um like the cameraman know they uh, some people like climbed the tower to let them know and those people that were trying to get the concert to stop the rest of the crowd was like booing them which is insane um it was just pandemonium
0: Yeah. I don't know if we can ascribe totally pure notification motives on the part of the people that were like climbing stuff. Like I think that there was a lot of people, Yeah, there was 50,000 people. So when you think about that, think about like a section, Mm -hmm. think about being at a packed Rangers game or Texas stadium or something. And like one fight breaks out in one section. Mm -hmm. If it's just clear across the stadium, especially upper deck or something, you're not necessarily going to be privy to that. But if it's just a big open field, that's such a huge landmass that, right. you know, you, I just, I've seen it from different vantage points, right? And I don't know if I'm sure you've done all your research on all of your stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing that I don't understand is that if all of that was the case and people started crowding in when he came on stage and blah, 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 how do you explain the video of everybody trampling through that VIP entrance? in midday yeah i don't know what was that about because that uh based on daylight that was a completely different incident
1: i i think so i don't know i don't even know if i saw that video to be honest
0: oh yeah there's like a bunch of people running Mm -hmm. out of the festival um through a vip entrance and they end up they that that's one of the big trampling situations like they get caught in like the security um, metal detectors mm-hmm. and the, they ended up coming down and then people oh fell and people were just running over them to get out. Jeez. And that was in the middle of the day. Yeah. So I had heard that. I heard one narrative that that might've been like a viral stun of sorts. Hmm. Like people were trying to hype it up because what I've learned in the aftermath of all of this, especially because cable news really picked up on the story, like mainstream yeah. news really picked up on this to an extent that i was kind of surprised i guess maybe slow news week biden's still president (laughs) um but travis scott has a a history of doing this and like saying i i feel bad this is such a uh it's such a I'm about to use a quote. Like he said, I want it to be like a WWE event, like that kind of energy. I want to take that and spread that to the world. Like Mm -hmm. I want it to be a charged Mm -hmm. atmosphere. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And, um, I, I don't know if there's necessarily anything wrong with that. Like, so growing up and like, whenever I was in college, like I would go to some punk shows, right. And there's mosh pits and everything there, but it's like a community and yes, there's pushing and everything, but people also know the rules of like, Hey, you back up if somebody falls or you help them up. And, uh, I just don't, I'm not sure if the hip hop community (laughs) know, like I I was listening to some other podcasts that were uh, talking about it and everything. And it just seems like the consensus is like, I think he wants it to be like a punk rock show. Um, but the audience just cannot handle that or they don't know. They don't know what to do.
0: What I was trying to articulate earlier is I regret using that quote but that is the quote that's being used by a lot of people to Mm -hmm. set this narrative up it's a useful quote from like something he said to rolling stone or something in 2013 or 2018 like once you know Mm -hmm. what i mean but there is a history of this other Mm -hmm. people have been hurt um i don't know if there has been a fatality already but he's actually pled guilty to inciting a riot in in times past
1: well yeah because he's tweeted out like Uh, And this is like within this past year or two. Uh, So more recent where he tweets out like, and don't worry, like, I know the concert sold out, but we're going to get the wild ones in. We'll find a way. And like that tweet has since been deleted. Like he went through and delete him and Kylie Jenner went and deleted a lot of uh, some of their posts. But um, so I, again, I think it goes back to him, like kind of wanting there to be a controlled chaos and it just got like way out of hand.
0: Yeah, I think it's too compact a space to actually effectively mosh, and yeah. you know when people are crowding in and there's fifty thousand people, and yeah. it makes me super claustrophobic to think about raising my hands oh my and not goodness. being able to like bring them back yeah. down. Well,
1: and that's why, like, I didn't even I saw that there was video footage, and I watched it for a couple of seconds, and I'm like, I'm out, uh, like that. And I don't know, it makes me feel really uneasy to knowing that people are getting walked on, stepped on. It's crazy
0: what we've learned in the aftermath is that the Houston uh, police chief actually met with Travis Scott six hours prior to the concert and said, mm-hmm. keep it toned down. Like don't incite a riot, like don't be a fool out there. Yeah. And then this happened. And the thing that I don't really understand, I'm a Travis Scott fan. Like mm-hmm. I like all the main hits. Yeah. And the thing that I don't really get is that I'm like, who's wanting to like bash skulls to this music. Like yeah. it's more like, you know, you're probably pretty relaxed if you're enjoying that type of music. It's kind of trippy.
1: Yeah, I think I think if you go back to his, like, Astroworld album, there are some, like, the doom, doom. Those song with uh, Drake in it. I, I don't know the words, but anyway. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I agree with you and probably more of his recent songs. He's there. like,
0: I'm the highest in yeah. the room. Um, yeah. Fills you're my supposed, mind just, up with you're ideas. You're supposed to be vibing, not yeah. Like, it's like a total like trance state. It's not yeah. like it's more like love. It's more like or, or just yeah. like association. Mm-hmm. It, it's not violence. Yeah. Like I I've been to a Borgor concert at Lizard Lounge before, mm-hmm. and he he had some terrible stuff in his set. And I remember at one point I was down in the main like dance floor pit area, mm-hmm. and I remember he said like. I think he like cut the music at one point, he goes, Now Mosh. And like I remember feeling (laughs) somebody like kick me or hit me in the head. And I just literally in that moment turned around and ran as fast (laughs) as I could. Like I dove out of that and like narrowly avoided blows because people started tearing each other up. Yeah. And it's like, what is this about?
1: Yeah, it's it's a whole thing. Um they'll do like the extending of their arms and uh you know, like wield them in circles and um yeah. Crazy, no. crazy times
0: anyway i just don't get how that fits his musical vibe but
1: yeah you know. i don't know i don't know enough of his like b-sides to know if, if he keeps vibing or if it does get kind of crazy um like you i only listened to probably his top songs i tried listening to more and it just wasn't necessarily for me so
0: the other thing is that i haven't been you know of the concerts that i've been to i've been to a fair amount of rap shows mm-hmm. and the whole like you know meek mill nikki lil wayne drake mm-hmm. lineup that's gonna come to jexa or where like yeah. i'm done with that fam like i'm turning yep. 32 next saturday yep. i'm a middle-aged white guy at this point like the last drake concert that i went to where the problem is i'll go if i have a seat yeah i need a ticketed yeah. seat with a, a stadium, clear aisle yeah
1: if you, you're you know at at&t sure
0: I can't be sold a lawn ticket where there's this crowding and nobody actually respects anybody's blanket or oh whatever goodness, yeah. the last time I was there it's just a bunch of people trying to pull shirts over another guy's head and beat his brains in and it's like you're trying to dodge pockets of fights that kind of erupt for no reason and it's basically just people they're on an uneven surface on grass mm-hmm. and it ends up just being a closed tussle yeah. you know like
1: unless they're like a skilled musician and where they like do they sing really well live or something like the music's probably going to be better if you just listen to the album instead of actually going to see them live like there there's i there was a you know many years where i would go to like every concert the concert that would come my way and a lot of times i just end up disappointed because they didn't live up to you know they just weren't good performers
0: a lot of times the music is so distorted or mm-hmm. it, it's like you're you're not comprehending it in the same way that you would, if you just heard it on the radio, sometimes they'll be playing a song that you really know and you're like blank. You're like, yeah. what is this song? Like, mm-hmm. you know what
1: I yeah. mean? Like putting on a good show is not easy.
0: No, you know, the ones that are really like mm-hmm. Adam from Maroon five can yeah. sing good. Right. The weekend can sing well. Mm-hmm. Um, who's the, the girl that I'm thinking about. Um, Adele. Um,
1: um, like
0: um, Ariana can actually sing. Lady Gaga lady gaga and ariana but ariana live oh, yeah, is yeah, great yeah. yeah um it's funny so many people have picked up on the whole pete davidson kim k hate um, yeah they're like uh, what mm-hmm. who it was tim dylan or somebody tweeted like jim brewer said it used to be hard to get on snl before it became pete davidson's personal dating app
1: <laughs> that's, i'm just seeing that's all these online funny. quizzes
0: like why women find pete davidson attractive like <laughs> yeah i wonder why You know who else is attractive as Aaron Rodgers?
1: You think he's attractive?
0: Yeah, good-looking man. Uh, I, he's yeah. in a world of hurt.
1: The, yeah, I know. What do you think about all that? Um, I think he definitely uh, led people astray with his with his interview comments. Did
0: he say, "I'm immunized? immunized"?
1: Yeah, and but the question was, "Are you vaccinated?" And he said, "Yes, I'm immunized." yeah (laughs) so is that the direct quote yes Yes. i'm immunized oh all right so uh (laughs) i just want to be clear of like
0: man shoot yeah
1: (sighs) (sighs) poor guy cd lamb got fined more for his short shirts so i saw
0: that (laughs) i saw that he was aggravated over that because did uh, Aaron Rodgers get fined fourteen thousand dollars for that or something? Yeah,
1: so the the organization as a whole got fined like two hundred thousand or something like that, and so I think a, it's coming out of like every play. My understanding, it might be coming out of every player's pockets. I don't know. I just know the organization. I'm not sure how was, that makes sense? I don't know either. I'm sure he maybe would reimburse either. them, but maybe. But uh, from what I saw, he was just responsible for fourteen thousand.
0: Has he officially lost uh spo- I know the NFL lost sponsors or mm-hmm. somebody did. I don't know. I'm what? not sure if he's lost any personally.
1: I hadn't seen did he was he still doing the was he part of the discount double check thing or no?
0: Oh yeah, or I think some, he was like a long-term uh, like ambassador. A
1: Levi's. Wasn't he some Wranglers or Levi's or something?
0: Let's see. He he had a bunch, right? Um yeah. Boy, the, the headlines, The Selfish Individualism of Aaron Rodgers mm. by the New Yorker. Yeah, I'm sure that you're used to covering football <laughs> in Chelsea.
1: Yeah, State Farm said on Monday it was sticking by Aaron Rodgers. So shout-out to Jake from State Farm. Um, they said, We don't support some of his statements that he's made, but we respect his right to have his own personal point of view did you see
0: terry bradshaw's comments
1: he would let him up right
0: he lit him up he was yeah. he was performing that that's the problem with those you know first take or whatever when they do it live with a live audience is everybody's like trying to out each other yeah <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so he was a um, navy or army or somewhere and he was like, well, if Aaron Rodgers could have just come down here to West Point and learned how to be honest, that would have been really refreshing. But you weren't honest, Aaron. You lied. I'm disappointed in you. And he just like yeah, like genuinely lit into him. And it was kind of – he also – the thing where he lost me, though, is that he said – he's over here taking Ivermectin, talking to Joe Rogan. Mm-hmm. It's a horse dewarmer, folks. And I'm like, that's the yeah, part yeah, where yeah. I'm like
1: – Because it's also – like, it like, is used for that, but it's also... Yeah,
0: quit trying to... You discredit your own... Correct. You had him at the honesty part. Yeah. When you started... When he started sending off as though he was a scientist and just taking the mainstream yeah. lib narrative, which it's fine, folks. Like, it is a horse dewormer. Mm-hmm. You know, water is also used to wash cars, yeah. commonly used to wash cars. Yeah, I
1: use it to grow my plants as well.
0: So you know, it's used to fertilize plants. Mm-hmm. So Carson drinks plant fertilizer. Yep.
1: Yeah. It's kind of, so I wish that we crazy. could all just
0: like grow up, yeah, you know, like that part was, that part was a bridge too far for yeah. me. And I feel for Aaron because in the moment, but it's real time. Mm-hmm. Are you vaccinated? Yeah. Yes. I'm immunized. So based on his tone and inflection, like I know in black and white. Yes. I'm yeah. immunized. Well, Yeah. Well, I, I'm immunized. That could get mm-hmm. written down in the way that it's written. Yeah. Um, and and then, I, can't,
1: I can't promise that I got the inflection right. So you'll have to watch the video. But.
0: Well, and then he, he could have caught it like maybe a second later. He's thinking, sure. oh, on the transcript, yeah. that looks shady. But do you go back and correct it in these politically charged times? If yeah. you already feel like you're getting under the radar with the team because of apparently he's married to some like um, remedy person like somebody that believes in like a bunch of holistic healing and Hmm. or something Uh, Uh,
1: no isn't it wait I thought he was with uh Danica
0: Patrick he was with Danica Patrick for oh he was with Olivia Munn
1: no now he's like married to Shailene uh, Woodley yes 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 yes. yeah Uh, that's who they were yeah yeah yeah. I don't know who that is but um yeah she's been in some movies Faults in Our Stars is I never watched it but I had a lot of students it We're into it.
0: My main point being that most people would just kind of duck out of the conference press conference room and not go back and correct themselves and like bring it down upon themselves. Like, why would you beg that?
1: Yeah, but that okay. So, but now it comes out, and we're we're just guessing that that's what could have happened. Or he, I mean, there is the part where he could have actually been trying to pull one over on everybody. So,
0: I don't know. I'm over it. Yeah. Uh,
1: Yeah, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, like, wrote a huge think piece on it. I'm like, it's not that serious. I don't know.
0: I'm like, Kareem Abdul. Abdul. Kareem (laughs) Kareem
1: Abdul-Jabbar. The
0: funny part is that he had just portrayed himself as such a little woke activist in Dave. And then, if he comes out with a slam piece against Aaron Rodgers, like, what was his take? Because I didn't read it.
1: I didn't either. (laughs) Um, But, you know. Anyway, uh, as far as my thoughts on it, I I just think that uh, I think he lied about it. I don't know if it should have received this much coverage. I don't think everybody should be waiting to see if Aaron Rodgers got vaccinated for them to make their decision. Um, He's probably not the go-to as far as uh, what you should do uh, medically, so...
0: I mean, at this point, he's an icon. Um, so he's For like, football. Right, right. <laughs> but you know how they heap the responsibility, the societal yeah. responsibility of leadership by example and all that yeah. on those guys. And I don't even know. I, I don't know what the protocol is in football, if you're actually allowed to get away with that. But if you have antibodies developed by the vaccine or through having had COVID, mm-hmm. like, can we all just get our lines done? Yeah. You know, just get our antibodies. And I think a lot of us would learn a lot of unvaccinated people would learn that they already have antibodies and maybe they would then have some sort of proof to walk around because Mm -hmm. I guess I'll be very clear that, you know, this is from, from my understanding, this is not a vaccine like polio vaccine or something like that. Mm -hmm. This is more of a gene therapy. It hasn't been studied for that long cause this just came around. Right. Um, I think everybody that can and is willing should get it. I got vaccinated. I'm double vaccinated with Moderna. I've enjoyed my travel, Mm -hmm. you know, perks and access as a result. And also the ability to just answer truthfully when the snowflakes ask me Mm -hmm. or whatever, you know, I can say with a straight face and actually have a digital vaccine passport, all that stuff, (laughs) (laughs) all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, this is coming from me, mandating it for private businesses to have to do mandating it for like, there are so many police officers, firefighters, pilots, frontline workers Mm -hmm. that literally got COVID and more than anything, risked life and limb and periled themselves, you know, at the height of COVID back in the day, like there's people in New York hospitals that don't want the vaccine that are being fired. And they were on the front lines when they were digging new cemeteries. Yeah,
1: at Cook's, uh, because they made it mandatory, there was like 20 to 30 some odd people that didn't want to get it, and they've been let go.
0: That's beyond wild, folks. Like, that is – And I'm sure that there's somebody out there reacting to this uh, negatively. Listen, I'm not anti-vax. Like, I saw somebody post something about anti-vax, the definition being – against vaccination or the mandating of vaccination Mm -hmm. i think whatever that's a stretch yeah i got vaccinated my whole family's vaccinated go fly a kite with that mandating it as a global whole for everybody from five to death it's crazy crazy. it's un-american and get out of here with that like immediately walk out the door with that Mm -hmm. that's so i love it like I don't even think Biden's uh, the private enterprise stuff. I think that immediately got held up in like a, I don't know if it was Circuit Court or what it was, but mm-hmm. um, I don't think that's going to necessarily go into effect. But yeah, I don't know. I told you that we sourced a new employee because of this situation, right? And you know, I'm hearing about more and more stories where I have a lot of buyers in HR that, you know, they literally just got a reprieve to January four, but at the same time. You know, they're like, I have to basically decide how to mobilize, you know, like a remote and Mm -hmm. um, in-person workforce with these new protocols. And a lot of people that Zoom or Microsoft Teams in from a remote location, they're like, what does it Mm -hmm. matter at all? Mm -hmm. You know, so we have 120 employees spread across 49 states that all share a Zoom access. Like, why does that require vaccination? Again, I, I just can't believe they're canning frontline people that were actually there for you when you needed it. And now because they refuse to get vaccinated, but yeah. likely have antibodies and could prove that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were looked at as the heroes at the, in the beginning. And now those they don't want to. Also,
0: not to be unsensitive, but like I'm not seeing body count statistics that are like nobody's reporting on daily, you know, mm-hmm. I think we're doing all right at the moment. Like. Yeah.
1: And numbers have gotten back down. Like I said, uh, I think I said a few weeks ago that Courtney's floor had been turned into a COVID unit. And now there um, it's probably like half COVID half um, just those that are, on, that need to be on the neural floor. Um, and from what I've heard from a lot of my other friends that work in the medical field, it, they're saying that a lot of their numbers are going down.
0: So. Well, uh, sorry to whoever's reacting right now with disdain towards me. Um, COVID's real. COVID is obviously a, a big problem and issue, but we have, I'm talking out of both both sides of my mouth when I say this just happened. We don't have a whole lot of data, yeah. but we do have a whole lot of data on you know how things are currently going yeah. and how we're reacting to the vaccine and the populations most affected by this, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah.
1: Yeah, I agree any Anyhoosal.
0: What else is going on in your world? Oh, looking at my notes here.
1: Um, what else is going on in my world? I got observed yesterday. By who? Um, one of the there were several people from the uh Texas conference that came. They've uh, been making their rounds at all the Adventist schools, and they came to CTA yesterday. Um, I feel like it was the worst week to come for quite some time really because it's spirit week and uh yesterday what was yesterday
0: um wednesday
1: yeah i'm trying to think of like what the thing was for spirit week though the theme yeah it was like anything but a oh it was called anything but a backpack day and kids like came with whatever they wanted to carry their books with that wasn't a backpack. So we had kids that like came in with microwaves. Uh, I had a kid that stole a shopping cart from dollar general um, and was rolling their books. One kid's like,
0: I'm carrying to kill a mockingbird with my AR 15. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Right. Um, (laughs) That's good.
0: But I do Um, have my mask on.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So then they wanted to take a picture. And so they took a picture and it was during my class. And so they're already coming in late. I give a quiz. Um, we have a recap. The kids actually know what we had read last class. I get a lot of good you know, recaps and everything. And then we begin reading out loud. Do that for a while. There's 20 minutes left to class. And I had an assignment for them. And so I told them to finish up the reading on their own. And I'm going to post the assignment. So that way they can read at their own pace and answer at their own pace. They didn't read. They just uh, started talking to one another and um, so for the like, I feel like the entire class went well, especially for the senior class, who is by far my craziest class, I think. Um, but yeah, those last 20 minutes. So I don't know. I'm going to get, I'm, my review should be uploaded by tomorrow sometime or maybe early next week. I don't think it's going to be a terrible review, but I feel like my,
0: I don't know. I They're going like, to have some pointers.
1: I, yeah. Oh, and then I had two kids like kind of with their heads down on their desk, right? Um, but I had gotten onto them whenever I had them last on Monday and I said, Hey, y'all got to chill out because they were being super wild. Right. So this class period, they're actually like going to be in chill. They just have their head down. I see their eyes are open. They're looking at their screen, but to an observer who doesn't know the backstory of me telling them to chill out and everything. Right. Um, they probably just feel like they're not engaged and, but they're really kind of just doing what I had asked them. Um, and I feel like there was no conversation, uh, my observer left the classroom before the class was over, um, so I didn't like. There was no talk. Like I didn't get to really. Ver- right. I didn't get to verbalize what had been going on. Um, what you know. You didn't get to know.
0: provide any context to yeah. your perceived situations sure. Sure. in the class period.
1: Yeah, and I think, like this class period, if any other teacher was teaching it, I think you know they'd feel confident. I. Me, I just know what my classes typically are. And because of all the craziness of the school, also um, there were a few other school events where this section of the seniors got behind. And so I'm really just trying to power through and read. And so there weren't a lot of other activities because they were two lessons behind. Oh, because of college days and then college fair. Anyway, I'm a worrier whenever it comes to that. And I take pride in like my lessons and my classes and everything. And I feel like I didn't get to showcase what I typically do.
0: You didn't Uh, nail it. It wasn't like a,
1: it wasn't a bomb. Yeah. But it was just fine. But I, I don't like fine.
0: I feel you. I got pulled into presenter mode with our CEO Mm kind of ad hoc for a rescheduled top to top leadership meeting that I was unaware was happening today. Yeah. Um, and kind of called on the spot to present and Mm -hmm. present what they bought. And I'm like, (laughs) which integration do they use again? Yeah. Um, so I, I, I get those moments and there's definitely times where you didn't screw it up. Nothing bad happened, but yeah. it wasn't just like mm-hmm. knock them dead, you yeah. know, Oscar winning performance, exactly. you know? So I feel you, bro. Yeah. Well, thanks, man. Um, what was I going to say?
1: I don't know. Shoot.
0: Observation. Mm-hmm. They just delivered that is... in like a, a written report or, um, so we, oh. have... I was gonna ask about these kids, like you were talking about. They're all wilding out, and they're always on these screens. Uh, we just saw a Google Classroom ad on mm-hmm. TV, yeah, as we watched the Houston Open. Mm-hmm. Um, what are, do kids are they capable of sitting down and reading for sixty consecutive minutes at this point in history with with all the screens? That that's they're exposed that's extremely
1: to? tough, and so that's what I'm saying. Is I typically have more activities. Like I try to have at least three different things that we're doing, um, it, it, just so it kind of you know, helps with their attention span, I guess, or, tr- you know, at least try to keep them engaged whenever their minds start to wander. So, uh, yeah, reading for 60 minutes straight is a pretty difficult task. A lot of times I'll break up the reading with having uh, discussion questions, just asking them how they feel about it. You know, what would they do if they were in a particular character shoes and whatnot. And then, you know, throw up a YouTube or something. yeah (laughs) it's video day yeah that's
0: funny well glad you're hanging in there man one more week and then thanksgiving break yes sir i am uh i'm about ready to get out of here but i would say (laughs) that even though i'm tired and it's like a grind and Mm -hmm. there's always notifications and new things new fires new misunderstandings more than anything Mm -hmm. just liaise and navigate and Mm -hmm. coach through um I think that, you know, my, my fridge is covered with invites to mm-hmm. everything from friends' weddings to 80 year old birthday parties. And um, got a beautiful home here, even though it's dark and mm-hmm. standard time <laughs> is back in session. The market's up. Yep. Got a birthday coming up. Yes, got sir. a beautiful get together with some friends and family planned. Mm-hmm. And got a bunch of loved ones' birthdays coming up with Courtney and mm-hmm. everyone else. And uh, Thanksgiving got a bunch of germans coming to town for christmas all of brian's people are coming and there's a bunch of big plans ensuing and so that'll be great uh, i'm excited for the january summit because more than anything um you know i'm old enough to kind of recognize the moment in time Mm -hmm. that we're in with the company and um you know just treasure treasure some moments because it's been a pretty wild ride we've Mm -hmm quadrupled in size since i joined and it just feels like this is kind of one of those it's a purpose-driven company and it definitely is part of my purpose yeah um so i'm just kind of gratis i'm full of gratitude i'm very grateful for everything going on
1: yeah man and it's been beautiful to see um as far as all that goes i yeah it's just been really cool um we're gonna record before your next birthday before your upcoming birthday,
0: uh, before next it's Saturday, nine days, yeah, probably not, but you maybe, so? maybe, maybe that morning. I okay. don't know.
1: Well, all you tots and bots, look out for Carson on the twentieth.
0: Yeah, hit that Venmo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh,
1: skip the like. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, bash that, bash that subscribe button.
1: <laughs> well, just want to officially say happy birthday, and uh, we'll definitely talk oh, more about you, it after all the. After all the festivities,
0: Appreciate, I'm solidly gonna be in my 30s. So yeah, man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're writing the blueprint for me. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, tots and bots. We will catch you up next time.
1: Peace out.